Right, hello people. <laughs> hello. Uh, we're back and we are discussing Public Enemies. Our last review was Transformers by Michael Bay. And this time you've got another Michael, you've got Michael Mann. Mm-hmm. Why'd you do that? Because you're with me now. I don't know anything about you. I was raised on a farm in Mooresville, Indiana. My mama died when I was three. My daddy beat the hell out of me because he didn't know no better way to raise me. I like baseball, movies, good clothes, fast cars, whiskey, and you. What else you need to know? Wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say for me, return to form. Yeah. You know, a gentle reminder of really everyone's talents involved. Mm. I think you've got, you know, Michael Mann's Miami Vice you know thank God he's come back with this <laughs> even Bale's come back yeah. and of course you know Johnny Depp's reminder that he can do the heavyweight stuff and um, I thought it was right up there Yeah, I think it's important to say as well that this was shot in high def yeah so it's quite a novelty because you actually you really see people's wrinkles and you see them not mm. wearing makeup and you see and, and it certainly really added a huge depth to this movie right Plot-wise, Jeff, let's build it up. Oh, well, um, this is a biopic, isn't it? Um, Johnny Depp plays bank robber John Dillinger, who was one of the several uh, supervillains in the Great Depression in America in the 1930s, jumping over bank counters and pulling people out of prisons. And you see the cat-and-mouse chase between him and police officer Melvin Purvis, played by Christian Bale, who gets more and more determined to catch this criminal whilst seeking more powers from the federal government. Yeah, because it's, it's... the movie is also based on sort of the birth of the FBI and mm. um, that's basically it it's cat and mouse it's a chasing movie you know you've got Depp. you've also got a love story going on as well and their their love story had to be realistic it had to be real it was the depression mm. he comes along and just sweeps it off her feet it really does it's Marion Cotillard we're going to go with Cotillard if we're wrong sorry Marion <laughs> her acting uh, was great from a you know from her just falling in love with him mm. quite quickly literally overnight I think it worked and it was believable yeah this was sumptuous direction. I felt there was moments it was almost va- it was almost vampire like when he, <laughs> when he walks into the bank, and as you as you mentioned, jumping over the counter in the bank, but he takes his long coat with him, and it's kind of this right. almost this kind of panto, this kind ah. of you know, look at me, here I am, bank robber extraordinaire. Yeah, and it was delicious to watch mm. on on the screen, even though it was quite violent, mm. and you had Tommy guns blasting right, left, and centre. Yeah, I could smell the 1930s. Mm. That's how real it was to me. I felt like I was really in the zone. And I thought a really good trick worked uh, when John Dillinger goes to see a movie and he goes to see a 1930s gangster movie. Yeah. And it also, he's watching it in the cinema, but then eventually it takes over the full screen of the cinema you're in. Mm. And also I felt it was completely interchangeable. I felt like even though it had gone to black and white, <laughs> I felt like, that, you know, that I didn't feel like I was watching an old movie. I yeah. felt like I was sort of already in an old movie mm. watching an old movie. So that really, really worked, which speaks volumes for the director. Mm. I went to see it with a friend of mine mm. and he said to me you know God those guys they're interchangeable Bale could do Dillinger Depp could do the cop quite easily oh, right. but I don't think so mm. because I don't think Bale has the charm I think as Batman he's completely charmless yeah. I think you know he's just a charmless actor mm. very good at what he does mm. and yeah. for Dillinger you've got to be a celebrity bank robber here this guy was a celebrity he was seen as the Robin Hood yeah. of bank robbery and there was a little bit in that in the movie wasn't there he'd go into the bank he'd rob but he's like tell the guy who sort of you know got his own money on the counter yes. put that in your pocket we're, you know here, for I'm not, we're here for the bank's money not for your money exactly <laughs> well I think it's an interesting movie I like having two heavyweight actors in a movie because you can discuss their characters and then also you can discuss who's the better actor mm. and you know without question and it's not just because of, the, of, his, of his history and the way he carries himself off screen but without a shadow, Johnny Depp was the, the 
I mean, he could get his teeth more into the character, perhaps, which is unfair to Bale. But I think, and it's good to see Christian Bale sharing a bit of screen time. <laughs> yeah. And perhaps, you know, being knocked off the ledge a bit mm. by somebody who's a far superior actor. And perhaps he'll take that on board and <laughs> come back a better man. <laughs> You're right, saying it did look gorgeous. Uh, the the sets stunning. were amazing. Some of the props, the steam engine, fantastic. The old cars, the costumes. But I thought all of that was let down by it being shot on video. Okay. The combination with the the HD video and the rather bumpy camera work, it reminded me of my own home videos I used to make with friends in this sort of style. You know, people running around pretending to be cops. So it suffered a bit from that. I so thought towards the end, I mean, it was a sort of a film of two halves because the exposition was beautiful and golden and, the, and these bank sets were amazing and, and you really dropped into the 1930s and then it sort of took off on a more nighttime feel, a more chasing, some scenes were literally only lit by gunfire yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and it very, very much more darker as, as uh, Dillinger tried to outchase the cops. Yeah. It was in that latter part, bits of me were just going, it's video. No, that's video. No, this is definitely shot on video. <laughs> I was distracted. <laughs> I was really distracted. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you think of gangster movies, you think of Goodfellas, you think of all these, obviously The Godfather. I mean, is it up there with those movies or is it something less? Because they're probably trying to stick to a historically accurate plot line, yeah. it did go a bit off the boil in yeah. the second half for me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I remember seeing Goodfellas in the cinema and I remember walking out just going, oh my God, that was just the best thing I've ever ah, seen. You know, yeah. I, I just remember that feeling mm. and I didn't have that feeling with this, although I think it's probably the best thing out there at the moment. Yeah. I'm going to give it a six and a half. Out of, I'm going to give right, it, yeah. I'm, I'd even push to a seven out of ten. Oh, seven. You? you? No, I'll give, yeah, I'll give it a six, I think. It's a rare treat to, to, to see two guys and more at, at the top of their profession. So it's good. Six. And hats off to um, Marion Cotillard. She's some actor. Mm. All our opinions are our own opinions. Uh, they're not those of the picture house. And Public Enemies is very much out there and it's very much available in all picture house cinemas. If you're looking for a bit of grit and if you're looking for a bit of sexy gangster Tommy gun fun, yeah. then Public Enemies has it.